My name is Angie Alstrom, mother of four, Harry Potter fan for life, and owner of Angie Alstrom Life Coaching. This is Creating Happy, a podcast for people of faith to remember who they are and what they are capable of, even with depression. Every week, you will learn amazingly effective strategies for creating the life you've always wanted, regardless of your circumstances. In this video, we're going to be talking about time management. And time management is really important because it affects everything in our lives. So, I mean, it, it, it affects what we accomplish, what we create, or what we don't accomplish and don't create. Um, it affects the results that we create in our lives. Um, and it affects our relationships with ourselves and with others. Um, because if we are not managing our time in order to be where we say we're going to be when we say we're going to be there, that is going to erode those relationships. And I know it may sound strange to erode this relationship with you, but it's true. You have to be able to count on yourself. You have to be dependable to yourself and commit to yourself so that you can build that trust with yourself. We want to be efficient and get more things done in less time so that we can have more time to relax and enjoy ourselves and do the things we love. The problem is, is that we all think that we're too busy. There's just not enough time. We're not, uh, work is too demanding. Your kids are too demanding. Uh, maybe you're just a procrastinator. That's just who you are, right? We have all these thoughts and we really think that they're facts, but they're not, they're just thoughts. People think that they're at the effect of time, like it's something that's happening to them, right? This is living in a victim mentality, okay? that you give away all your power and you are just at the effect of the time you're given and all the things that you have to do and you have no control over it. Those are not facts. Those are just thoughts and you are choosing when you choose those things, you're choosing to be the victim. So here's the facts, okay? There are 24 hours in a day, and there are seven days in a week, and there are 28 to 31 days in a month. Being busy and not having time is really just a state of mind. The way you manage or don't manage your time is an indicator of how you manage your mind. So you manage your mind and manage your time. They are interlinked. The way you spend your time shows what you value, right? If you, if you value family, you're going to spend time with and caring for your family. If you value work, you're going to spend time doing your work. But how much time do we spend being in those places, home or work? And really, we're just using the time to think about other things or to play on our phones or to spin in confusion about what to do or how to do it. <laughs> how, how can we manage our minds and use our time to live with integrity and accomplish the things we want? That's why we're here. That's what we want to learn. So the solution is to plan and live your life consciously and deliberately and then honor yourself by following through with your plan in short make a schedule and stick to it now i know what you're thinking 
this is going to take away my freedom. It's going to spill my, kill my spontaneity. It's going to cause me to burn out. I just want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And you're going to take that away from me with planning a schedule. <laughs> but that is not true. Those things sound true, but they're not. And let me explain. I'm not telling you to put anything on your schedule that you don't want to do. Quite the opposite. I want you to decide using your higher brain what it is you really value and want and make a plan so you can have those things. So often we do things like, I wanna lose 20 pounds in six months. And then we just leave it at that. We never plan out how it's gonna happen. And then six months rolls around and it hasn't happened. That wasn't a plan, that wasn't a decision. I wasn't living with integrity or doing what it is you really want. I want you to have what you want, okay? So first of all, when we talk about spontaneity, we think that it means that we're going to relax and have fun. But what it really means is that our lower brain is going to take over and do one of three things. You're either gonna sit around, like watching, TV, watching Netflix or playing Call of Duty, or you're gonna buffer in some way, like eating or drinking or scrolling Facebook, or you're gonna be hiding from your life and your responsibilities and the things you really want. Because our higher brain does the planning, our lower brain does the reacting. So if you're in the moment without a plan, the lower brain is going to rely on the motivational triad of seeking pleasure, avoiding pain and conserving energy. None of which create amazing results or things that we truly want in our lives. When you have and stick to a schedule, you can not only start things, but actually finish things. You'll become a finisher because right? it's, it's easy to start something. But how many times do we actually finish what we start? You'll be able to accomplish your true desires. You'll live consciously and deliberately. You'll focus and live in the moment, knowing that anything you need to get done has a place on your calendar, right? So instead of all this, um, I've, <laughs> you ever sit down to like read a book and you're trying to read and focus on the book and then you keep thinking things like, oh, I should be doing the laundry. I should be doing the dishes. I should be making a shopping list. All these things you should be doing and not actually enjoying your book, right? If it's written on your calendar, all the things that you wanna do, the, the reading the book, the laundry, the, the dishes, all of it, and they all have a place on your calendar, you can sit down and read that book knowing that the other things are gonna get done. You can be in the present moment. And also you'll avoid decision fatigue. <laughs> Do you ever like make so many decisions in a day that you are just exhausted? You get halfway through the day or toward the end of the night and you're like, okay, I'm so done. I don't know, want to make any more decisions today. I don't wanna to have to think about anything else. <laughs> Please just leave me alone. <laughs> so that's decision fatigue. And you completely avoid that when you plan ahead and then just live by the schedule you've already made for yourself. So plan ahead so your life can be deliberate and you can be in the moment. So here's some concepts that you're gonna want to understand and remember, okay? 
first of all, we have a lot of dreams, right? So many things that we want to do and accomplish. And that's amazing. I want you to do all of them, just not all at the same time. So the first concept is constraint. I want you to focus on one big thing at a time, knowing that your brain is going to resist, okay? It's gonna be uncomfortable. And then you're gonna think that you made the wrong choice. Like, oh, I thought that I wanted to focus on losing weight right now, but actually that's uncomfortable. So that must be the wrong choice right now. I'm gonna go over here and focus on building my business, something like that, right? <laughs> And then what's going to happen is you're going to get uncomfortable in building your business. You'll be like, oh, this is clearly the wrong choice. Let's go back to losing weight. <laughs> so know that it's going to be uncomfortable. Know that your brain is going to tell you like, this isn't as fun as we thought it was going to be. Um, you made the wrong choice. Um, you don't actually know how to do this. <laughs> like our brain is going to feed us all this ridiculous stuff because it is trying to protect you and conserve energy and make sure that you are always in a state of comfort. So when things get uncomfortable, nothing has gone wrong. This is exactly where you're supposed to be. We always knew that trying this new thing was gonna be uncomfortable. The second concept is planning ahead. Planning ahead saves you time later. I know that like when I start to write things down of all the things that I, um, I'm going to put on my calendar, I start thinking, why don't I just get up and run and do, do those things right now? Then I don't have to think about them and plan for them later. <laughs> like, I think that's going to save me time. But that is actually not the case because our brains are not made for storage. Okay, They're made to process things. So it'll have all these things in your head all these things that it wants to do. And it thinks that they're all important. They all need to be done right now. And they're gonna get jumbled up and you're gonna get confused and you're gonna have decision fatigue and you're gonna wanna go take a nap. Or you're gonna start feeling overwhelmed and you're gonna be like, okay, well, I just need smaller breaks. Just take breaks in between. Um, or you're gonna get there and be like, what's the best way to do this? I'm gonna start doing it this way. And oh, actually maybe there's a better way to do it. Let's try it that way. And oh, maybe there's a better way to do it. Okay, and it is a waste of time. If you sit down at the beginning of each week and you plan out exactly what you want to do, how you're going to do it, how much time it's going to take, it's going to save you all of that time later on. And as you're planning, I want you to remember that everything is optional. You don't have to do anything. Okay. You may say, well, of course I, I have to eat and I have to take care of my kids and I have to go to work. Actually, no, you don't. You don't have to eat. You can choose not to eat, but you know, it'll end badly. You can choose not to take care of your kids. People have done that before. You can choose not to go to work. You might get fired. Okay. But you can choose that. It's important to remember that you get to choose what you want to do and you do not have to do anything. And also you can plan space for interruptions, okay? Because you know that um, if you've got small children, you're not gonna get out the door 10 minutes after you wake up, probably, right? <laughs> you can probably expect that the kids are gonna take a little bit longer to get ready and, um, wrestle into their car seats and whatnot. 
You can plan for travel time. You can plan for things like slow traffic. If, if you know what time you leave and what the traffic is usually like at that time. And as you plan ahead for these types of scenarios, especially the ones that might be stressful, you get to be more in control of the kind of person you want to be in those situations, right? Like if you have four kids and you have to get out the door by 9 a.m. and you don't want to yell and scream at them and push them out the door and throw them into their seats, you're going to want to plan a little bit more time so that you can do those things calmly, quietly, and as the kind of person that you want to be. And the last concept is time is in your mind. Okay? I don't have enough time is always a lie. You get to decide how much time something is going to take you. I know that sounds crazy. I have had so much resistance to that when I was first learning that. I still sometimes struggle with it. But think about um, when you were going to school and you had an assignment and the teacher said, hey, this assignment is due on this day. Turn it in then. I don't accept like late work, right? So you do the assignment and you turn it in by that day. You don't say, hey, actually, I think this assignment might take me a week longer than that. She'll be like, no, I've given you this much time and you make it happen in this much time because that's what I said. So you decide, hey, I want this result at this time. How do I make that happen? And then you make it happen. You just decide this is how much time it's going to take. This is how much time I'm going to spend. And that's what I'm committed to. So you can plan time to learn, right? If, you, if you're working on something that you aren't, haven't ever done before and you need to learn, learn how to do it or learn how to use a certain program or whatever that might be, you can plan time to set up meetings to talk to people to get you the help that you need. And then of course you plan the time to actually work on it and get it done. This isn't going to work if you're trying to be perfect, okay? See you, my little perfectionists. Gotta work on it. <laughs> no one is perfect. If you keep making changes, little tweaks and, and fixing things here and there until everything is perfect, it's going to take your whole life. So set yourself a due date and settle for B minus work. B minus work is good. It's much better than never turning it in, right? People learn so much from B minus work that people put into the world. And then after you finish the task within the time you gave yourself, you can schedule more time later to bring it up to A plus work if you want to. But it's more important that you get it done instead of spending so much time working on the tiny details and never actually producing a result. Now, at the Life Coach School, where I got my certification, they have a process called Monday Hour One, and it is the best, and it's what I'm going to teach you now, okay? So there are four basic rules that you have to know when doing Monday Hour One. Um, one is that you have got to turn off your phone, not just silence it or turn off the notifications. It has to be off. Because um, even if you just see the light turn on or, or something, you're going to get distracted by it. Okay, It's a really easy distraction. It's also very addicting. You're going to see that notification of like, oh, someone just messaged you on Facebook. And 
then you're going to want to go look at it because that gives you that dopamine hit, that satisfaction. Oh, look, I got the, the message. I want to know what it is. Okay. Just turn off your phone. And then um, you might be using your computer. Um, I do when I'm doing this process, but you got to turn off the notifications on your computer. So you don't have all those pop-ups of emails coming in or whatnot, okay, to distract you. You need to be in a silent place. And sometimes that's not completely possible. So a good alternative is to have some noise canceling headphones and maybe put on some like classical music to help you concentrate so that you don't have all that background noise and the interruptions and distractions and things. Because we get something like, <laughs> I, I've heard that it's like every 40 seconds, you get distracted from a task you're doing by, by someone asking you a question. Are you hearing a noise? Are you getting a notification on your phone or an email coming in or whatever, okay? It's like every 40 seconds, you get distracted and then you have to refocus and distracted and then you have to refocus. <laughs> and that wastes so much time. So we do our very best to eliminate the noise, eliminate the distractions, um, get rid of those notifications, okay? And then the last thing that you have to do is to use your prefrontal cortex. You need to really focus on this one task of scheduling for the full hour, okay? Really dial in and just use that planning part of your brain and not divert to, let's see comfort and pleasure, this is too boring, whatever, okay? Stay focused use the higher brain to get it done. When you do your scheduling, you want to actually be doing the things that you care about, right? You wanna be doing things that you enjoy and producing results that you want in your life. So what you need to do is decide what your priorities are. I suggest you determine your top five priorities and then what results you want in those areas of your life, okay? So some of mine are like uh, my health, um, my faith, and my work, okay? So those are three. So for health, I'd be like, well, I want a healthy physical body, I want emotional health, and I want mental health. So then I know that when I'm making my schedule, I want things on there that are going to bring me those kinds of results. Then before Monday hour one starts, you've got, cause you've got it scheduled, right? You know when you're gonna do it. Um, before you start that hour, you need to make sure you have the supplies you need. So I use an online calendar. So I have to have my computer You've got to have a paper and a pencil because you're going to be doing thought downloads. <clears throat> and with this process, it's easier to have pen and pencil and paper rather than trying to do it in a Word document. You're going to need, if you have a, a paper agenda, you know, book, then you're going to want to have that. Also, I keep notes throughout the week. Anytime I think of something that I need to do or something that I need to buy, an errand I have to run, I'll write it down. And then on Monday Hour Run, I'll bring those notes with me so that I have them and I don't forget them and they get onto the calendar. So the, here is how we do the actual Monday Hour Run. You sit down, you've got your pencil and paper, 
you've got your notes and you are going to write down every single thing you can think of that you want to do everything that you want to accomplish every like small goal and big goal you're going to get really specific you're going to be as big as like i want to go on a trip next year <laughs> and then what are the things that i have to do i have to have the right amount of money so what do i have to do to get that money i've got a decide where I'm going to go, stuff like that. Okay. And then as small as I need to do laundry and I'm going to have to put in the laundry to wash, then I'm going to have to switch it to the dryer. Then I'm going to have to pull, uh, pull it out and fold it and put it away. All the things so that you don't forget anything. Just, and that's going to be kind of like a living document, right? Because I find that even after I've written everything I can possibly think of, and I've looked at those notes that I've taken throughout the week, and I've put those on the list, and I start working on my actual schedule, more things will pop into my head, and I'll just add them to the list, okay? So after you have your list as complete as you possibly can make it, you are going to go into your schedule and you're going to start writing up your schedule. You start with all the things that are recurring, okay? Things that happen on a regular basis, like your meals, or if you have standing appointments every week. If you have a, a morning routine that you do every day, things like that, things that are recurring, okay? Then you make sure you have all your appointments in there. Every appointment that you've made for like your doctor or if you um, have clients and you have client appointments. If you've made, a plan, made plans with friends, all of those appointments are going to go in there. And then you need to do, you need to put in what you want to do for yourself personally. Self-care time personal time okay so if you like to go to the spa every once in a while and it and it's been a while and you want to do that make sure you put that in there all of these things should already be on your list right um, if you like reading books and you want to make sure you have a time have time that week to read your book if you want to take a nap and you want to make sure you have time to take a nap should all be on your list and you should be taking them from your list and getting them into your schedule. After you've done all the personal things, then you can start filling in the rest of the schedule with everything else that is on your list. And you get to decide how much time it's going to take. You get to decide whether or not you're going to push it off to next week. You're going to decide whether or not it's even that important and or, or if it's just really not a priority and you don't want to deal with it. Oh, but also, I almost forgot. Um, of those things that are left on your list that you're working in, there's going to be some things that you're really going to want to focus on. Things that you're going to, that are going to take some time. Things that you're, you're, you're wanting to create. You're wanting to produce a result. And it's going to take your, your time and focus and effort, right? So decide what those are. 
and make sure you put those in a block of time where there is going to be no interruptions, where you're not trying to multitask, where you just like when doing Monday hour one, you turn off your phone, you turn off your notifications, you use your prefrontal cortex and produce a result. Because we don't want to be interrupted every 40 seconds and have to refocus on this thing that we really want to get done. So decide what those are, block those first, put those in a solid block. I like to do at least two hours at a time when I'm doing my focus time. Um, I'll do like two hours a day of focus time so that I know I have that time to be 100% committed to producing a specific result. And when the time is done, I have that result. Okay. After you've put in your focus stuff, then go ahead and fill in all the rest of the things. Um, and like I said, decide if it's something you want to put off till next week or you don't really need to do, whatever the case may be. If when you are finished, you look at your schedule and you hate it, <laughs> guess what? You get to change it. Not not during the week, but right now. Right now, you get to look at it and you get to change it because you are still in that Monday hour one. You are still using your prefrontal cortex and you get to decide, do I like the way this is set up or does it make me spread too thin? Is there a better way for me to accomplish these goals that I'm trying to reach? Is Can I do it more efficiently? Can I delegate responsibility? You get to make all those changes right now during this time. And once you've decided on it, then you commit to it. You commit to it and you follow through for the whole week. And you can take notes during the week. Like, I didn't work fast enough during this time or I didn't give myself enough time doing this. I want more time to do this. Um... Something like that, right? You just whatever notes you have. And then the following week, you can make adjustments. You don't want to decide in the moment, I don't actually want to do this thing on my schedule. Because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You're not going to want to do it. But if you commit, you build that trust with yourself, and you gather the data throughout the week so that you can make the changes you need to next week, you're going to accomplish so much. You're going to build trust with yourself. You're going to see more of what you're capable of and kind of what maybe you've been denying yourself. You're going to create results that you haven't seen before. It's going to be amazing. You're going to love it. And here's a, just another final note. Your schedule does not have to have any kind of ratio, okay? I used to think that there was a certain ratio of things, like you have to have eight hours sleep, eight hours play, eight hours work. And then at one point, I thought that I had to just, it had to be all work and no play. <laughs> I thought that I just, I couldn't have any personal time, that that would be selfish. I kept thinking that there was a certain ratio that I had to have, but really there is no ratio. Okay. 
if you want to sit and watch Netflix for three hours, sit and watch Netflix for three hours. But make sure you have it written on your schedule first. That way it is a conscious decision. You, have, you are using your prefrontal cortex. You are not just relying on that lower brain. So that when you're sitting there watching Netflix for three hours, you're not thinking, oh, I should be overdoing something else. I shouldn't be sitting here. I should be being productive or I need to take out the garbage or whatever, right? I don't want you thinking that. I want you to have it written on your schedule so that you know exactly where you want to be and you get to be there fully present, enjoying every minute. I would rather have you write it on your schedule to, to binge watch Netflix than to not have it written on your schedule and spend 10 minutes on Netflix. I want you to learn to commit to that schedule. So put in whatever you want and then commit to yourself to follow through. All right, you guys, good luck putting this into practice. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. The first several times that I tried this, I hated my schedule like while I was making it <laughs> and then I would make changes and then I would commit and start working on it. I'd take the notes and then the next week I'd have a little bit better of a week, but then I'd still maybe hate it. Like this was a process for me uh, and, and things change in my life. And then I go through the process again. Like, what do I really want my life to look like? How do I really want to live? What do I, what are, what are my priorities and how can I accomplish them in the best way? So don't get discouraged. Just remember life is a classroom as Kimberly Giles says, use these as learning opportunities. And just remember, you're going to get more done trying this process than you would if you just allowed your lower brain to take over every time and decide what to do for you because it's going to be sitting around, right? So thanks for listening and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. If you have questions about this or any other episode on the podcast, or if you would like to set up a free consultation with me, please go to AngieLifeCoaching.com.